Welcome to Imperfection in Progress, a podcast for ambitious women who are people pleasers, perfectionists, or procrastinators. Want to feel less stress and more joy in your life? Then this is for you. I'm your host, Don Calvinisti. On today's episode, I'm joined by Stephanie Shaw, a health and wellness speaker, course creator, and host of the podcast, Hello Hot Flash. An educator by nature, Stephanie took the strategies she implemented to recover from a two-year illness and turned them into a nutrition coaching and an online education business, where she teaches midlife women how to manage their hormones so they can manage their weight, have more energy, and slow the aging process. Stephanie's online course, Mastering Menopause, supports midlife females by helping them peel back the layers that are blocking them so they can control the change. As a result, women build lasting lifestyles of confidence, energy, and a body they deserve. As a part of our summer series on female entrepreneurs, learning how to work with our hormones to make things easier and more enjoyable is an important part of understanding our bodies. You can learn more about Stephanie by checking out her website, hellohotflash.com. I know you're going to be fascinated by how you can tweak your calendar to use the tips Stephanie shares with us. Here's our conversation. I'm so excited to have Stephanie Shaw with us here today. We're talking all things hormone. And I would love, Stephanie, if you can tell us a little bit about why do you do what you do? Yeah. So first of all, Don, thank you so much for having me here. I really appreciate it. Unfortunately, my story is one of those stories where you're like thrown into something. And that's why I, I do what I do. So I spent two years very ill, actually March 23rd, 2017. I was in New Orleans walking down the street and my body crashed. I really thought that I was having a stroke. That night I ended up in two emergency rooms. First one didn't know what to do with me, so they shipped me to another one. And throughout that two-year period, I had a ton of different medical issues, things with tingling in my hands and feet, rapid heartbeat. Even prior to the March of 17 crash, I had noticed that my hair was falling out, twitching in my eyes. So it had been going on for a while, but it actually escalated on that date. And during that that time, that two-year period, I visited 18 different doctors. I went to two world-renowned medical facilities. I spent over $20,000 out of pocket trying to discover what was going on. And through those conversations with Eastern and Western medicine doctors, conversations with gynecologists and all types of specialists, like no one mentioned nutrition and no one mentioned menopause at all. And so once I started to slowly, I read so many books, went back to school, got two certifications in nutrition, trying to figure out what was going on with me. And then I started to think, cannot be the only human <laughs> with these issues. So I decided at that point in time that I would start, I'd always wanted to do something in nutrition. So I decided that I would start coaching other women who were going through this menopausal phase. So that's how I got here. So I call it my pain into purpose story because now I really feel like there are tons of opportunities for me to support people. So again, they're not spending two years trying to figure all of this out. I love these pain and purpose stories. I think that's the thing, right? Is we go through something and we see that there's a need out there. It's not just us that have experienced this. And then we want to help women that are in the same situation. So I love that you're doing this. So I have a question for you because I know on the podcast, we often talk about the three Ps, but for the summer, we decided that we would talk a little bit more about women entrepreneurs who are, you know, interested in being the best them. And I firmly believe 
it's not all about your business. Like if you are not in good shape, if you are not physically well, if you are not mentally well, if you are not feeling connected to community and other women and, you know, feeling strong in yourself, it's really hard to put yourself out into your business and feel excited about it and energized and, you know, like like it's worth doing. So I think this is where hormones is a really good spot to start. Yeah, it really is because you gave a perfect scenario of what happened to me. I actually ended up closing my nonprofit because I just, I was so exhausted. I would go to work every morning and luckily I was quote unquote the boss at that point because like by 2.30 or 3, I'm like, I'm out of here. Then get back up, be there at seven in the morning. And then I just could not get through an entire day. So it impacts our 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 business in a manner that sometimes we aren't even aware of. And you broke it down perfectly. The hormones can impact the way that we relate to other women, the way we relate in our communities, the way we do our jobs as well. So in your body, you have three primary, there's tons of hormones, but three primary hormones that are that will fluctuate as we begin to age. So your estrogen, your progesterone, and your t- testosterone levels, they will begin to fluctuate. And um, it depends on where they are in that that party that they're having inside your body, it can cause things like brain fog. It can also cause you to have anxiety or be more anxious. Depression can come on. So your as your the hormones in your body begin to change, it can actually change who you are as a person. You may notice that you would get up and be completely energized for work, and then all of a sudden you have no energy. Or it was fine if Everyone was yelling at you at work. You can handle the pressure. You can go for it. And then all of a sudden you're starting to snap. It may be that you may be perimenopausal and you may be going through this hormonal change. And what I always tell women is to start to think about how you cope with change because a lot of coping mechanisms also impact your hormones. So if you think that, you know, every night I'm just going to have a glass of wine and settle down and get better sleep. That actually is not helping you through this hormonal change process. Drinking that glass of wine, it's not, it may initially calm your body, but it's also keeping you awake at night. So again, one of the one of the hormonal changes that impact us, our hormones actually impact us as it relates to our sleep. So you want to make sure that you're not drinking alcohol. You want to make sure also that you're doing lifestyle changes, things like eating whole and nutritious food. I know it sounds so like, if, I'm like, if one more person tells me to eat some kale, I might just want to slap but, but it's so critically important. I always tell folks that 18 different doctors, all this money I spent, the only thing I did, I did not take any medicine at all. The only thing I did was start to eat differently. So if you see that you're, you're having a, a elevated levels of stress, or you see that you're more tired during the day, or you see that you're getting more perimenopausal symptoms and your hormones are changing, think about what you are putting in your mouth. Are you eating a high fat, high processed meal? Are you grabbing things quickly on the go? Or are you you actually eating for your body? The hormones will change. And the way to help those hormone changes are again around lifestyle changes that include eating better and decreasing the alcohol and increasing your water intake. I love this because I think often when we're just having a bad day and we think, you know, man, I've been really short this week with people or, you know, I'm really I'm really struggling with feeling rested when I wake up in the morning. I'm still feeling so groggy. 
And many times we'll just put it to, oh, I'm stressed or, or my life is busy or, you know, I'm just doing too much. But the reality is if we really started to focus on what we're putting in our mouth, um, what stage of life we're in, what cycle we're in during the month, all those types of things, we may find that there's patterns there that we're just missing. And I think tracking is something that's so important. I don't know. What do you feel about that? One million percent. You have to begin to track this. So another hormone that I didn't mention is your cortisol level. So that's our fight or flight. And a lot of times those will be off balance as well when we're perimenopausal, even prior to that. So what you want to do is start to understand what, what triggers you to make you feel completely stressed out. I will tell you, I did all of the eating. I did the mindset work, but there was like something still going on. And when I started journaling and tracking what was going on, I discovered there's one particular person whenever we would have a certain conversation and, and so forth, I would physically feel that and my body would get stressed and I would be out of whack for a whole like week. But it was because I was tracking and I could like go back and say, hey, every time I talk to this person, this is what's happening. Then I was able to make some decisions around what to do next. So in the workplace, in at home, whatever environment you are in, I 100% agree with you that we need to start to understand and recognize what's going on in our body so that we can live according to, so we can make the changes that are necessary so we can decrease the stress in our body. And you also mentioned your cycle as well. So men operate on a 24-hour cycle. Women op operate on a 30-day cycle. So it depends on where you are in your cycle, what you should actually be doing during that time of the month. So if you're in your follicular, and I always pronounce it incorrectly, but you know what I mean, <laughs> follicular cycle, you may have this higher level of energy in this world domination. And you may not even be aware. You might be like, man, it feels like I have all this energy and I'm, I'm so excited that I can get all this work done. And you're not even recognizing that that's part of who you are and part of your cycle. So what I tell women to do is when you... Figure all this out. It may take a month or two for you to track this. Figure out what stage you are in your cycle and then plan your work around that. So at world domination time, that means that you're having the, you know, you're planning speeches, planning presentations, planning those big talks with your boss or, or your employer, or what have you. And then when you're ovulating, your estrogen peaks and your testosterone rises. So you will have more energy, but you also become a verbal ninja. So do you know, like sometimes during the month, you're like, man, I could talk them off of, I don't know, I can sell the Brooklyn Bridge to someone or something like that. It's because that's what phase you are in. So again, that may also be a time if you're a woman in sales, that may be a time where you want to like pack in all of your sales calls, or again, have those big bold conversations. Your luteal flare, you'll notice that your energy is lower. You need to honor that. You need to honor it in the way that you eat. You need to eat differently, having more omega-3s. And you also, if you don't feel like doing something, you also need to honor that and then rest your body. And then the menstrual cycle, you're also in that lower energy cycle. Put on a blanket, sit by the fireplace and do what you need to do. But I think what we do as women this may be a generalization, but we assume that we have to be in that go, go, go phase all of the time. And that's not how we operate. So take the time, understand what phase of cycle you're in and then operate in that cycle. So for example, I had a hysterectomy, so I no longer have my cycle, but I still know that 
around the 14th, 15th, 16th of the month. Actually, I'm working on mindset, so this doesn't happen to me anymore. But I still know from tracking prior that that's my time where I am like antsy, I get brain fog. So I still schedule less meetings and less comfort, less time to, to confront or, or big projects, I should say, around that time. So it, it's so, so powerful. When I learned about it, I'm like, oh my gosh, why didn't anyone ever tell me this as a young child when I started my cycle that, you know, there's these four phases. So as women owners, as business owners, when you're procrastinating or you're thinking about perfectionism, the things that you talk about all the time, think about what phase of cycle you're in as well. And that may be bumping up to that. And so you're not don't label yourself. Just know this is where I'm at. I'm going to move past it. And this is how I can how I can do that. But it takes time. It takes time to learn your body, but it's wonderful once you do. For the months of July, August, and September, we are focusing on being a woman entrepreneur. I know personally that along my journey, there have been some amazing coaches who have helped me figure out exactly what I wanted to do and how I wanted it to look and feel. Sometimes the overwhelm was crazy. And I needed that outside view to help simplify what I needed to focus on and to keep me accountable. My favorite thing about working with a coach is that I get more done in less time. Whether it is learning to manage my time, having step-by-step actions to complete a goal, or having someone to help me overcome limiting beliefs and mindset blocks, the coaches I have worked with have been a huge part of my success. Maybe you're looking for a coach or are curious if it's something you need. Because I believe so highly in helping women on their journey, I want to offer you something special. Each month, from July through September, I'm offering 30-minute strategy calls for free to the first six women who book a call with me. Each month, six new spots will open, and I hope you will take advantage of this time to get clear on where you are and where you want to go. I love learning about the women in my community, and I'm looking forward to hearing about what you want to Book your call by clicking on the link in the show notes or go to my podcast page on my website, pursueprogress.com forward slash podcast. These six spots are first come first serve. So don't wait. Now back to the podcast. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, I wish this was something that was taught in school when I was a kid getting my cycle, because I, I think it just we really can work with our cycle. And often, or at least in my experience, it was just like, I don't have my period or I have my period. Like that was basically my cycle. Right. Exactly. Because that's all we were taught. And I don't know if it, it's because, well, I think one of the reasons why I've been reading these, these really feminist books, but kind of about how, you know, men created, a French gentleman created the term menopause and how it was men that were, that was, they were creating the information that we were using. And so as more women started to get into the field, and understand what their body and their rhythm was like, they could start explaining it in a different way. So we knew the four cycles. And then I think it took that time break, time where like five years ago, 10 years ago, I would have never been on a podcast saying I had a hysterectomy or talking about my period or you know what I mean? So I think what the beauty in all of this is, while maybe we didn't get that education, that's what we're here for. If you run a business, if you're a woman entrepreneur, you need to make sure that the women on your team that are younger than you know this, your nieces, your your daughters, and so forth. I think we're getting to a stage now where it where now we'll be able to benefit from this knowledge more than we were in the past. Yeah, agreed totally. I love the idea, and for me, it's been about two and a half ish years that I've been running my business based on my cycle. 
And I find it's so, yeah, it's awesome. It, it's so interesting because I know like I, these are the days that I have calls scheduled in my month. These are the days that I do more like physically, you know, I run around and do more things, get more appointments in, you know, get more stuff done. These are the days that I take for copywriting because those are the days where I'm just more creative, right? Like it's, it's so helpful. Yes. I love that you said the copywriting part too, because it could take me two weeks to write two articles. Or it could take me like four hours to write five articles. And once you understand that magic and a lot of, so in my mind, I would, growing up, I thought I was just crazy. I'm like, how do I have all this energy? And then I lose it all. And how can I think so clearly? And then I'm thinking crazy. Like I didn't understand that process. So for the women listening and who don't understand, get a book that teaches you about the flow of your cycle. Because just like you said, when it, when you step into that magic, it is magical. It's it's crazy. I call it our superpowers because we're super women. <laughs> yeah, totally. I think when when you really do understand, and I think that's key, it's the tracking, it's the getting to know those different phases, it's understanding how you are in those phases because they're all slightly different, but understanding how you are in those phases and then be able to incorporate that into whatever your business format looks like. It just makes it so much easier every day to feel like, oh, okay, this, I'm not trying to force something to happen. Like your, your body's working with you. Yeah. And the more, and the more, you know, also, and I, I always bring this up because I, you know, the 18 doctor things, but the more, you know, about your cycle, the more you are watching that, you know, maybe my estrogen levels are lower, maybe my cortisol levels are spiking. When you can track that and have that type of conversation with your medical practitioner, that is also going to help him or her inform next steps. Always ask for lifestyle changes steps first before you jump to medicine is what I always say. But that's going to help in those conversations. It, so I have three boys, three grown men. My One's married, one's getting engaged, and the other's like, I'm going to be a great uncle. <laughs> but I, I, I talk to them about these cycles too. So it's not just for us. It's education that needs to happen um, in the workplace, it's education that needs to happen with our husbands and with our, the men in our lives too. And what, so my oldest son, he like knows the cycles. He knows what's in each one and he's married and he's happily married because he knows what to expect and what's coming. So I just think it's super powerful to have these conversations and it, we, we can't keep them to ourselves. I love that you say that. I have two girls and a boy and my boy knows as much as my girls because he's going to come across like, why is my wife suddenly really short with me? Why is my wife like suddenly you know, wanting to do everything today? And like, that's just how women are wired. And so, again, having a man understand that makes for a much smoother relationship than, you know, just leaving them out there to try to guess what's happening. I know. I know. He is so funny. Every once in a while, he's like, mom. Okay, I did this, this, and this today, and then well, I did it. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, just keep doing it. And then you know, they're happy for three weeks, and then the next week, he's like, I had to do this, this, and this. <laughs> but again, I, I really, we can't keep this message to ourselves. We have to share it. Yeah, I love this. And I mean, let's talk a little more about menopause and you know, perimenopause, that whole phase, because that lasts really long, and I think a lot of women don't necessarily know. That it's, you know, perimenopause could be 10 years or longer, you know, before full menopause fits in. And I think what I hear often, and I don't know if you hear this, but women who are kind of blaming things in their business, I'm going back to business, but blaming things in their business on like, it's their fault. Like, 
oh, like I just I didn't I didn't remember this or, you know, this I, I can't seem to focus today. And it's like it's like this frustration. But again, without that realization that, hey, you might be in a stage of life where this is a common occurrence. And so you may have to change the way that you approach your business because these are common things. And so you're going to have to do things a little differently in order to compensate. Does that make sense? It, it makes 100% sense. I have a, in the course that I have Master Menopause, there's actually a perimenopause checklist in there. Just so you can, just like you said, you may think, oh, why did I do this? Or, oh, I can't remember this. If you go down that checklist, you can go, oh, wait, I have 30 out of the 35 symptoms. Maybe I need to start having a different conversation. I think it gives you, I never want to be diagnosed with anything. So my testing included tests for cancer and MS and so forth. I never want to be diagnosed, but yet in my mind, I like wanted to know what was happening. When I finally found a chiropractor slash naturopath who gave me a list like this, I'm like, hey, not crazy. It's my hormones. So having that list, going down that list, being in tune with your body and knowing that it is just the phase of life you're in. And you're right, it can last for a long time. So perimenopause, it does come with symptoms like dry mouth, potential hair loss or thinning of the hair, rapid heartbeat, tingling in the extremities, cold hands and feet, gut issues. All of those things can happen in perimenopause. And then there's one day that you're menopausal. So the, the one-year anniversary that you're cycle has stopped completely for a year, you're menopausal, and then the day after you're postmenopausal. And what a lot of people assume is, oh, I'm postmenopausal. It's all over now. Nope. It depends on the woman where you can still continue to have the hot flashes and the, the dry mouth. And you can continue to have the symptoms, but when you're younger and perimenopausal, if you're doing the lifestyle changes where you're eating better and lessening the alcohol intake and exercising and lifting light weight, you can impact what postmenopause looks like. And a lot of times you can kind of shorten the, the length of that postmenopausal stage. Yeah, that's good to know. One last thing before we wrap up, because I know nutrition is a huge part of, I mean, I think any time in life, nutrition is a huge part in just managing our, our life and living our best life, feeling our most vital when when we're dealing with hormones and we're first thinking like, you know, my diet's not horrible, but I'd like to clean it up a little bit. What would be maybe one or two things that you would suggest to look at first before we maybe try an overhaul? Yeah, sugar, sugar intake is the very first thing I would look at. And then there's the assumption that, oh, I don't eat sweets or desserts, but condiments, even some canned goods, even if you like buy prepackaged rice, there's a lot of hidden sodium and sugar in there. So look for the amount of sugar that you're taking in each day because sugar is, it becomes addictive like a drug. And so you want, you want to make sure that you're, and it causes wrinkles. It just, it deteriorates the inside of your body. So you want to make sure that the, if there's one thing, look at your sugar intake. But I have a whole list, but sugar is the number one thing. <laughs> yeah, I always think it's nice just to have one thing to look at and focus on to start. Yeah, you're um, right. Because I know we can get so overwhelmed, right? So I have a question for you because I do ask this on every podcast. Where do you fall when it comes to people-pleasing, perfectionism, or procrastination? Which one do you lean towards most often? So I am in recovery. Thank you very much. People-pleasing, perfectionism, or procrastination? Perfectionism, I think. And so I think, and I say that because then the other two can kind of fall under it. 
but I'm working on the perfectionism. Like I am working on, this is one of the best things I've heard this week. My son said to me, you've done your best. There was a glitch in the system on a contract I'm working on. You've done your best and it wasn't your fault, right? Like, yeah. He said, well, you can't be perfect in it. And I'm like, no. So even though I know what to do, sometimes you need someone to reiterate that conversation. So I do fall under perfectionism and it's something I'm constantly working on. But the whole, the best part is I'm not making myself physically ill anymore like I used to. It's more like, all right, I needed 10 minutes to whine and cry and then I can, I can go back to the good side. <laughs> I love hearing this. I think for every woman like yourself and like me that are you know, running their own businesses, it, it's important for women to understand, like, it's not like it just goes away if we struggle with any or all of these peas. It's, it's a progress, right? And we, we work on it all the time. But it's nice to, just like our hormones, to be aware then allows us to make a decision on how we're going to deal with it. And so I think that's important, too, is just being aware of what, what, is, the, what is the issue that we kind of deal with and struggle with. Yeah. And making that decision to change. So that's that's huge and, and powerful. It, it feels really good to be able to take it from 10 days to 10 minutes. That's, <laughs> that's right. I know that you're giving us a, a hormone quiz, Stephanie, as our freebie. And so take a look in the show notes. It'll be there for you. And same with all of Stephanie's contact info. Get onto her, her newsletter get know her. I think that's the fun part about podcasts is that you can really get into people's communities and find the support that you're needing there. So I encourage you to do that. But Stephanie, tell us a little bit about how this hormone quiz can help us. Yeah, so it it does that. Once you take the quiz, it'll tell you, it'll suggest to you which hormone may be off balance the most, estrogen, testosterone, cortisol. And based on that, I give you a series of, oh, full week of emails that will come to you and telling you step-by-step some very small things that you can do, like maybe eliminating sugar or watching the way that you, you your sleep patterns or, or jotting down what, why can't I think right now? I'm having, a, I'm having a awesome moment. So the quiz will walk you through the process. The, the email series rather will walk you through some very simple um, practical steps on how you can help that hormone level increase. How that? I love, I love it. That's awesome. Me, me being completely transparent and honest. Don't even edit that part. <laughs> I love that. The reality is none of us are perfect. Right. We all are going through our own phases and, and cycles in our hormones. So yeah, but that's how it is. God said I wasn't perfect. Oh my gosh. Hey, I'm, I'm preaching in the choir over here too. Stephanie, thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I truly appreciate it. Thanks for listening to today's show. If you found value in what you heard, please share it with a friend and rate and review us on whatever platform you listen on. It really helps get us out to other women who could benefit from listening. Check out our show notes for details from the show and to connect with me or our guests. Want to continue the conversation? My website is pursueprogress.com or DM me at Pursue Progress with Dawn on Instagram. Until next week, pursue progress no matter how imperfectly.